Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio, and today we are joined by nobody, it's just me. Uh, Luna is around the corner, lying down in some shade. We just got back from a ridiculously hot walk, because we're in the middle of a heat wave, and I'd be uncomfortable if it wasn't wasn't a heat wave. I almost said weren't, and it was going to come out wasn't, because um, I can words, or, you know, I can't. Um... <laughs> It's a it's an inside joke I have with uh, Nathan uh, Nathan Marchand um, when when we were doing the Gamma episodes uh, the intrepid producer Jimmy was just looking over shaking his head and that's why I'm like bro I can't words you just gotta you just gotta roll with this um, sorry give me a second I'm gonna sip some coffee oh man I love coffee um, <laughs> so sorry about that uh, also by the way. I know recently we just changed the theme, and I didn't tell anybody. Uh, There's a couple people who knew that was coming. My wife, Bex, um, and our great friend, co-host of Into the Weeds, and uh, frequent editor and all-around awesome fella, Christian Dobson. Um, I started toying around with GarageBand, and I I made that theme, and I loved it. (laughs) And I wanted something that would have... Just enough threads where it's still got the hip-hop influence, but just something else. And there's something about a rap beat, but with violin music and strings and stuff that just just hits. So I'm hoping you're enjoying that theme. Um, yeah. All right, so today I've gone a full, like, two minutes without even talking about what we're going to talk about. So uh, I'll preface this a little bit. Uh, you wouldn't necessarily know it by the podcast because in terms of released episodes, I've only, we've only touched on this topic three times, um, maybe once or twice here and there, but if you know me, um, enough like Steve does or Christian or really any of the derailed crew, uh, my wife or Bex, um, or me and, uh, I've chatted a bit with Celeste from Calm Talk and our, our great friends at Geek Devotions a bit, um, I love love the Jurassic Park franchise. On the podcast, though, and again, in terms of released episodes, we'll see if there's any more in the vault. Um, I'm in a situation where I'm vaulting episodes because I just keep, I'll just, the light, the fire will light, and I'll just record, 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 and then it's, I've got an abundance of episodes, and then something where it's like, oh, this movie came out, and this is timely. So I've got stuff where it's like, I want to address this right now, and then other stuff where it's like, you know what? I can sprinkle this in throughout the year. Um, or there's times, like right now, where there's a lot of heavy stuff going on, but I'm choosing not to talk about it because there's other voices that should be heard right now. So I'm, I'm leaving it for that. Um, where was I going with this? Yeah, so today we're going to rank the Jurassic Park movies. Now, like I said, I love Jurassic Park. Love it. I think I've done a quick thoughts video on it, maybe. In terms of the podcast, though, uh, feature episodes, um, there was the episode I did back in 2018, um, which feels like a lifetime ago, where um, Mike and I talked about Titanic and Jurassic Park. Um, Then last fall, I ranted about Fallen Kingdom, because I hate that movie, because it's so stupid. It's really, really stupid. Um, I'm sorry, Bex. I'm sorry, Celeste. <laughs> I just, I, I hate it. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so dumb. 
uh, is it the worst one? We're going to find out on today's episode. Um, and then actually earlier this year when I looked at, um, when I looked at the Lost World. So I also enjoy doing the ranked episodes and ranked, um, I've done a couple of them. We've done them, uh, Star Wars with Steve and Mike, um, I ranked the DCEU earlier, solo, uh, I did it with Steve, um, and then I've also done the Star Trek franchise, so doing ranks is kind of fun. Um, there's an episode, I've also done X-Men, and that, that dropped from the vault, so I forgot about that. Um, I kind of enjoy doing it, because it's a way where you can look at a whole franchise without necessarily going into the parts that just make you so frustrated and bitter and angry. Um, and sometimes it's, it's easy to do, um, where there's clear-cut greatness and, and badness. When there's that range, um, like I haven't ranked the Rocky franchise, I might eventually, but that's gotta get mud. That's where it's like, look, there's Rocky Five, which is just beyond awful, but then there's also Rocky and Rocky Balboa, and you could sprinkle in the Creeds in there, even though they're technically a spinoff. Um, or a game with Star Trek, you've got... Everything from Wrath of Khan slash First Contact down to Trek 5 or Trek Motion Picture. Um, it'd be more difficult to do it with, say, Lord of the Rings, where if you sprinkle in The Hobbit, that's good, but The Hobbit's barely Lord of the Rings, and they're terrible anyway. Um, whereas if it's just the Lord of the Rings trilogy, that's rough. That's tough to do, because there are three amazing films when it's like, which one's the best? All of them. All of them are the best. <laughs> Um, so there's some challenges with doing rankings, but I, it's also a lot of fun, because um, then it can also sometimes force you to try to see the positives. Now, with two of these films, I can't really do that. So, also, just a little caveat, um, I'm also going to include a short film, because it's a film. <laughs> Alright, so let's dive in, shall we? <sighs> okay, so at the bottom of this list... These two are, are, are fairly interchangeable, and as much as I just recently ranted on it, um, I still think I have to go with Jurassic Park 3, for me, is the worst of the franchise. Um, see, and even as I said that, I'm starting thinking of all the terrible, stupid stuff in Fallen Kingdom. But... And the pro of Jurassic Park 3 is Sam Neill. Because I, I love me some Alan Grant. Give me Alan Grant. Alan Grant is awesome. Uh, and he deserves a much better note to go out on. He really does. Um, so, okay, these are, these are fairly interchangeable, but I guess my gut instinct is still Jurassic Park 3. Um, I guess also because <laughs> the more you hear about Jurassic Park 3. I, okay, I guess it's it's similar to Batman Forever to Batman and Robin. Um, now, Batman Forever is definitely the better movie, but Batman Forever is slightly more frustrating to learn about than Batman and Robin. Because when you look at Batman and Robin and all the sums of its parts, you're like, outside of Alfred dying, at no point was any of this a good idea. Like, you can't... There's nothing there where you're like, oh, that's a ballin' idea. That's great. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing. That movie's terrible from the ground up. With Batman Forever, 
and I, I'm, I'm still saying in this case, Batman Forever is the better one. Um, and there's still stuff, enough stuff that I can latch on to in Batman Forever where I'm like, you know what? I like it more. Um, I can't do that with Jurassic Park 3. But similar to Batman Forever, with Jurassic Park 3, when you learn what some of the earlier ideas were for it, before they threw out the script, before they started shooting without a script, it becomes all the more frustrating. Jurassic Park 3, as it exists in its theatrical cut, is just, it's a frustrating experience. It really takes some, or not some, it takes all of the, I don't want to say highbrow, but the heavier subject matter that came with the franchise that was still there in The Lost World, although nowhere near as much as in the first film, um, and that kind of returned in Jurassic World, where we're looking at playing God, the responsibility of bringing back these bringing back these extinct creatures, how that's going to impact people, how that's going to impact the world, stuff that we're bound to explore in the upcoming... Um, Jurassic World Dominion, and the potential live-action show. Um, Jurassic 3 really just makes these makes these dinosaurs monsters. Like, it's it takes away a lot of the stuff. The Spinosaurus could have been interesting, but it was frustrating because we never got that development. Now, eventually... Now, I know we're talking like, you're talking a clone dinosaur, Chris. It doesn't speak. How does it have development? We don't get the... We're just left dangling of, well, who created this? Now, eventually they filled this out, but not even on screen. On a promotional tool website for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, that's where this was filled out. Years after the fact to kind of tidy the continuity. But the thing is, with these kind of things, that's the kind of thing that gets swept un can get swept under the rug, tossed out of continuity. We had nothing. It was just there. And it was just... They replaced the guys who were in charge of the dinosaurs, and they're like, well, no, this is the bigger and scarier T-Rex. And we threw a dinosaur fight early in the movie to establish the big bad, to throw out, to kill the Jurassic mascot, um, and then a fight that, frankly, should have been at the end of the movie, because the original end in the script got scrapped, where the Alan having the eggs was going to basically toss it in front of the Spino, Spino might have stepped on it, but then all the raptors go nuts and then you got a raptors attacking and eventually taking down the spino that would have been awesome that would have been a climax uh, but we didn't get that so then if you're going to have this fight have it at the climax because uh, you can sh you can show the rex sparsely you can you don't you can establish like another carnivorous dinosaur uh, and then also the more you learn about what the spinosaurus aegypticus is in real life you're like this does not line up with what they what they do now. Granted, there was that excellent line in Jurassic World, um, where Henry Wu was like, "Look, these aren't what they were. Like, we're just making them cooler. We're making the monsters. A lot of these wouldn't look like they were in real life. They had traits that we did not create. It, that we did not recreate. But that's fine. That addressed all that stuff. But it's still just that fight bothered me so much." <laughs> and then the rest of the movie, I hated Tay Leone's character so much. Uh, there's certain characters from f <laughs> from films where I'm just like, or TV shows, where I just I hate them. I they are so annoying. They are the worst. And no, they could 
they could do the most right thing and I'd be like, no, you're the worst. I hate you. I, I, I hope you die. Because <laughs> you're a fictitious character, not a real, <laughs> not a real person. Um, and the mom, <laughs> Tay Leone in Jurassic, in Jurassic 3, is that. Um, so are the commu- the kids from Community, the Smitty kids. I hate those kids. Um, <laughs> but three just has so many structural issues um and it could have been so much better when you hear some of the original ideas that they scrapped you're like that makes more sense uh it got the birdcage sequence is kind of cool i'll give it that um sam neil being back is great but the army just suddenly showing up at the end that being the climax i nah i don't like that movie it's bad it's (laughs) there's too much bad to associate it to get me to the good and then when i hear how much better it could have been i'm just i'm just angry at it so it's still the bottom uh i'm not gonna retread the fallen kingdom rant um because i did a whole episode on it so if you really want to know my in-depth hatred of that movie (laughs) um i just say go back to it um it's uh, that episode is great I'll, i'll link it i'll link it in the the notes for this um, and by great, I mean, it was just cathartic fun. Um, I don't often, I, I, I try to look at things, even things I don't like as, as optimistically as possible. Um, Spider-Man 3, <laughs> Iron Man 3 notwithstanding. <laughs> um, but Fallen Kingdom is difficult for me. And, it, um, again, it, it, it it's really stupid. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll keep it at. We create a dinosaur to point a gun and basically shoot a dinosaur. That should not have gotten past the planning stage. Um, Okay, moving on. So, from here on out, I really enjoy all these movies. Um, It's weird. uh, You know what? Uh, I think the easiest next one to toss in is... The short film Battle at Big Rock, I loved it. It was fantastic. So the thing is, from here on out, I love these all to varying degrees. It's not like, yeah, it's all right. I'd be like, no, these are all good for X, Y, and Z. Um, And some of them change depending. You know what? I'm just going to have to do a tie afterwards. Uh, Nah, nah, nah. Okay. Well, I will. Uh, Because that's my show. And I don't have Steve here to make make me do it. Um... Sorry, give me a sec. Water. It's good. (laughs) Um, Yeah, next up is uh, Battle at Big Rock. It was the short film Colin Trevorrow did um, that I guess just establishes where the world is post-Fallen Kingdom. Uh, Dinosaurs are now moving on to the mainland. They're being born. They're starting to interact with people more. Um, an Allosaurus attacks a campground. There's some really great stuff, um, some really great sequences. There is the part where a kid shoots an Allosaurus with a crossbow. And as soon as you see the crossbow, you're like, well, this has to come into a play. It's probably going to be a kid that does it. Um, and that, that is what that is. At, at points, I like it. and other points, I'm like, eh. But on the whole, I really enjoy the, uh, that, that aspect of it, like, okay, this is, this is going to be a thing. Uh, one of the more interesting things, or probably the most interesting thing, you know, because they just 
we're like, well, we cloned a human, and we'll see if that ever comes up again. Um, <laughs> was Jeff Goldblum basically being like, hey, this is this is our future, and it's probably not good. This is like, <laughs> this is Jurassic World, um, and it's interesting that they're going with Domin uh, Dominion uh, when you could go with Extinction. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Because uh, now it's dinosaurs are out. They are breeding. There was this great credit sequence where it's Stegosaurus is walking on the mountainside, knocks a car over. Pterodactyls fly up and eat some doves as they're tossed up from a wedding. Uh, Compies are chasing around little kids. There's, They are out there now. They're in the nature areas, but it's Mosey. Mosasaurus is showing up at beaches. <laughs> um... So it's it's interesting to see how this is going to play out, but I, I've really enjoyed it. Um, heck, I, I'd, I'd love it if other franchises would consider doing short films. Uh, as much as I love intense uh, or well-made TV stuff, i.e. The Mandalorian, um, I think a short film could sometimes do the trick. Um, I doubt Marvel would ever do it, but if Marvel were wanting to bring back some of their Netflix characters without doing a full commitment on Disney Plus or deciding they got to put it on Hulu, um, they could do short films. That could be the way to go. Um, and that could be that could be interesting. That could be very interesting. Um, but yeah, Battle Big Rock, it's one that also kind of flew under the radar uh, for a lot of people. Outside of the Jurassic fandom, not many people heard about it. And it's a shame just because Fallen Kingdom was what Fallen Kingdom was. So that's the last taste that left in people's mouth. Um, but Battle of Big Rock was really good. Um, okay, next up. <sighs> it's this is where they're I've, this is where I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a tie. because uh, they honestly do change position, not day to day, but they they can. Um, and I'm I'm gonna put the Lost World with Jurassic World, like, same spot. I love both of these movies. Um, in a way, I think Jurassic World is, in some aspects, the best sequel to Jurassic Park. But The Lost World also offers something very different that I don't want to toss out. And it's excellent. And it gets bagged on a fair bit, and I, I don't see why. Um, the I'm fine with the San Diego sequence. It's excellent. Um, it's a it's something I wanted as a kid, and then getting it, I I'm fine with it. Like it is what it is. But it's it's not like I've heard people be like, well, there's this movie, and then there's this side movie where I'm like, ah, man, it fits to me. It, it it's a natural continuation, um, and it works. And Jeff Goldblum's character in it, uh, Malcolm, is great. There's so many great lines. There's so many interesting themes. The now you're John Hammond moment. Just There's so many great spots that stick through with it. I really, really dig The, La the Lost World. And also you take uh, John Williams at like... Williams' music is fantastic. And his music to Jurassic Park is iconic. I think his music to The Lost World is underrated. Uh, and it's almost similar to... His scores from going from Jaws 1 to Jaws 2, where he's taking something you know, but taking it into a much darker direction. 
and adding layers to it and going in a com it's not just well here's the same themes again and uh just one or two different minutes of music it's like nah i'm gonna scale back on everything i'm gonna add a different edge to it and it it's a character of the movie and i love it i love the score of that movie so much um and i really dig the movie i dig it so much um that i that's why i want to put it at number two but then i also get jurassic world now jurassic world i can see i can see a little bit more of the criticisms um but i still really really dig it it was i remember being in the theater and just almost the whole time having this huge smile on my face um especially when you get to the climax of that movie and that's where I'm like, this is what a dinosaur fight should be. Um, I enjoyed the stuff they were doing with the Indominus Rex. Um, the assistant dying was awesome, but definitely excessive. Um, I dug Pratt in it. I dug Bryce Dallas Howard in it. There's not much I don't dig about the movie. Um, I loved that I, I kind of took it as they were almost mocking and making fun of the period between Jurassic Park 3 and Jurassic World that's a period of 14 years and there were a number of famous leaks where they were legit considering like dino soldiers which I'll be honest is a premise I'm kind of interested in but not in Jurassic Park not in Jurassic Park uh you know, I guess the distinction, I, I, again, don't want to say highbrow, but maybe it's especially because of the first movies, but I'm like, look, this is a, it's a blockbuster, but it is, it's still a film, right? Um, like, there's a difference between Jaws, and, and I'll group in Jaws too, and say Sharknado. I don't enjoy Sharknado, but there's room for it. Um, or heck, there's a difference between Jaws and Jaws 2 and Deep Blue Sea and The Meg. And both of those, Deep Blue Sea and The Meg, I'm all in for. There's room for them. But if they were called Jaws 5, well, still it'd be better than Jaws 4. But <laughs> if it, it'd be a departure, it would be a detriment to the film. Because uh, you'd have that original or the original 2 or whatever you want to compare it to. Um, so if you gave me a movie with dino soldiers, I'd be like, look, this is stupid, this is ridiculous, but if it's fun, I'm in. I just would not want that title on it. Or I guess a practical example could be the, the TriStar Godzilla movie. If it was called any, if it was called something else in it that wasn't Godzilla, then there, it'd still be a bad movie, but some of that, like, no, that firm aggression at it would be, would be gone. Um... Where was I going with this? Oh yeah, so I took Jurassic World's stuff there, where it's like we're gonna we're gonna get them in and we're gonna go there. I'm like they're poking fun, because when people heard that, they're like, "What? You're gonna do what?" Um, at that point, just make a different franchise, and then we might be in. Um, <laughs> so I enjoyed that theme. I enjoyed Henry Wu kind of becoming the villain, because it kind of makes sense because um, that's the thing sometimes with science it's all about it it, it tied back to malcolm uh in the first movie being like 
we were so preoccupied with whether or not we could, we didn't stop to think if we should. And here it's, they're also getting into like, well, we're doing this for corporate interests and all that. There's, there's some interesting themes. Plus, we got a great random David Wallace cameo, and I'm all for that. Love that dude. Um, <laughs> when he shows up, I'm like, yeah, David. Um, he also interacted with me on Twitter once, and it, it made my day. He was awesome. Um, what was I going to say? And also, again, the fight. Uh, it, Jurassic Park 3 left me in such an angry spot about the franchise. <laughs> I was just like, okay, as long as this is better. Uh, then we get the Rex running through, at the end, uh, the skeleton of the Spinosaurus, which was a nice little, like, screw you to Jurassic Park 3. Um, and then we get the Rex and Indominus fight, which was, the score was great. It was the climax of the film. You factor in blue, which was really cool. And at that point, I'm like, I don't care how silly this is. This is awesome. Uh, blue jumps from back to back for leverage. That's outstanding. They are tag teaming. It is great. Uh, and then, of course, Mosasaurus jumping out. Mosey jumping out at the end to get the Indominus. It was it was great. I had such a big smile on my face. I was devouring my bag of popcorn. And it didn't go into some of the heavier themes that this franchise can as much as the first one did and to an extent the second one. Um, but it was still... Well, I'm like, you know what? Okay, if this is where we're at, I'm fine with this. If you can get this tone where we're kind of addressing these themes and kind of exploring it, but we're just in this as the fun blockbuster. I'm, I'm, I'm game. I'm kind of game. Um, and I just had such a huge smile on my face. I had such a fun time. So I, I love, I, I still love Jurassic World. I recognize it's got flaws, but I, I really enjoy it. And then, of course, we arrive to number one, which if it's any, if I, I, I know personal preference and opinion is a thing, that's fine. But in my opinion, if you're, if it's any of the other films above this one, you're wrong. Um, of course, Jurassic Jurassic Park is the best film in the franchise. Now, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, the first film is always the best film. There are so many examples of that not being the case. Um, Empire Strikes Back is better than A New Hope. Friggin' Wrath of Khan is substantially better than the terrible first film. Um, heck, one of the more recent... I'd put Rocky Balboa over Rocky, um, and Rocky's still great. Expendables 2, better than the first one, my opinion. Um, it's often the first is the best, but it's not always. That is not always the case. Um, well, heck, even another Star Wars example, Revenge of the Sith is much better than friggin' <laughs> than The Phantom Menace. It's also much better than Attack of the Clones. Um, but Jurassic Park is... To me, it's dang near perfect. Um, the pacing, outstanding. The way the characters are introduced, fantastic. We know who these people are. We get an idea of what makes them tick. We don't see any ulterior motives. We're not just out and out questioning who is who. It's, not, it's also not going for that story. Um, the only thing that actually, and to me it works because of the time it was made, but that's the thing. Like, if anything's going to take you out... It's just the technology references, because it's directly referencing technology from 1993, or in the case of when they were filming it, 92. Um, just that kind of tech, that, that stands out, but I can get past that. 
the special effects are still better than some of the some of the stuff we're seeing oh man 27 years later uh that film's turning 30 soon holy cow um the special effects are still holding up that rex sequence where it first shows up and you're getting the the shot where it's raining and everything um and it first shows up oh it's gorgeous and that's something that's looked good in every single medium uh vhs the original theatrical one run look great vhs look great dvd look great blu-ray oh it's beautiful it's so beautiful oh. <laughs> uh it's i love the film i don't really see flaws in it um i'm sure they're there i'm sure some people can point them out and eventually i'll see them but they're they're not i love that film it's one that i will always be happy to watch honestly i kind of want to watch it now so I'm, i might do that after i stop recording um i just i love this movie it's fantastic so i i i, I can't i can't that's all i can say it's fantastic score gorgeous acting fantastic uh it's different than the books but the books were different and that's that's just how it is um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it there so what does the future hold well we got the apparently this year we'll see if it still comes out um there's the it's gonna be aimed at kids but there's the the show coming on netflix called jurassic world camp cretaceous takes place on isla nublar before the island uh collapses and i think before uh before the park collapses um apparently the jurassic world live is is very good um i think that's because everything's on hiatus right now that's on hiatus um but then, of course, the next film we will see is, sorry, I've referenced it a couple times. There it is, Jurassic World Dominion. Now, that is scheduled to drop next year. Um, we'll see if it does, because I have no idea where they're at in the filming process. We got Ronad, or Roaned. Um, so that's thrown a wrench into everything. Um, but I, I'm excited for that movie. Um feel like there's if we go with battle a little rock that's a good indication of like okay well let's let's correct this misstep but also they're bringing back sam neill jeff goldblum and laura dern they're saying it's sizable roles so that's almost like an act of uh contrition uh i'm definitely not using the right word i don't want to say redemption but it's almost to me, as I'm hearing that, it's, also, it's almost like, look, we'll give you what you want. Maybe they're recognizing that Fallen Kingdom was a bit of a misstep. Um, now, that's all we know is coming. This could be the end. And it could go into... It's weird. Uh, they might stop the movies for a while. They've announced there's going to be novels and young adult novels and comics and things that are in this continuity they're going to carry on this story there's always been uh jurassic park comics or i think some books but they were kind of off to the side uh very little known and not necessarily good um there's going to be video games and stuff and they're trying to make it more connected um spielberg is going to be quite hands-on with it colin trevorrow is going to be quite hands-on with it and he seems to have a really good grasp of this 
So I'm I'm really curious where the film's gonna go. I'm 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 not at that cautiously optimistic spot right now. I'm just I'm optimistic. Um, if if we didn't have Battle of Little Rock or a Battle at Big Rock, then I'd be more cautiously optimistic and maybe not even optimistic, maybe just cautious. Um, but I'm excited to see where this goes. All that being said, dear listener, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, yeah, I'm praying for I'm praying for you guys. I hope you're all being safe. Uh, we're at the point now in Canada where we're we're in phase two, um, and who knows when I release this, we might be in phase three. But we are seeing in our zeal, in our excitement to get back out into the world uh, in phase two. We're seeing now uh, some spikes in numbers. Um, a contentious point with Rona <laughs> has been um, non-church gatherings. I've been really impressed with um, how the denomination or a non-denomination denomination I'm a part of, the AGC has handled this. Because uh, a couple months ago, weeks ago, or by this point months ago, the government said, hey, you could have 30% of your capacity. Um, but it also means, like, you can't sing, you can't, you can't worship, uh, you can't, you can't sing worship songs together, you can't eat, so no doing, uh, taking of the sacraments. Um, but also 30% changes from church to church. There's one church in my area where 30% is like 480 people, and another where it's 28. Um, and then also, how do you do that where it's, is it first come, first serve? There are people who will be neglected. So they, they put it to a vote, and a number of people like, you know what, we will keep doing the online thing until at least September, until things have calmed down. Because we saw a spike. Um, and then unfortunately at my old church of Calvary, please keep this place in your prayers, Nisbet, uh, there was an outbreak. Um, unfortunately, five or, five or so people passed away, which was, um, which was a shame. Also, I, I'm, I'm not going to go into the family name, but please keep a family of people I used to be connected with in your prayers through Calvary. Um, their, their 20-year-old daughter passed away recently to cancer, so just please keep that family in your prayers. Um, what was amazing was there was a GoFundMe arranged. Uh, they hit their target in about 24 hours. They reset the target, and then they hit that and then some uh, very quickly. So it was awesome seeing that outpouring of grace. But there's a lot of prayer needed right now and a lot of wisdom needed. Um, so please keep others in your prayers. Keep our world in your prayers. There's a lot of heavy issues going on, um, which sometimes make us scared and frustrated and not willing to listen. So uh, be willing to hear each other. Be willing, be willing to hear other viewpoints right now. Um, be willing to consider other viewpoints. Um, pray for peace uh, and grace and wisdom. Um, for everybody right now, for the church, a fair bit, because um, I'm also seeing like, oh, you don't want to go back. Well, you're not a Christian, which is shut up. <laughs> um, I there needs to be wisdom here, and I think you can do church again now, but I also think it's okay that you that you keep doing the online thing. 
because I've seen so much great stuff come from it and a lot of god godliness and godly grace from it. Um, so yeah, keep all that in your prayers. All that being said, I hope you're being safe. Thank you for your support. I love you guys. Um, we do have a coffee and a Patreon page. So if you, uh, if you can, if you, if you've got some finances, uh, and you think, Hey, I can support you with a couple bucks a month or a one-off, please hit up either of those websites. And I'd be ha uh, I'd, I'd love to work something out. If we've got our Redbubble store where you can get some merch and all that. So that'd be, that'd be cool. Um, but if you can't, it's okay. Just if you can, I'd, I'd Thank you. <laughs> all that being said, I hope you all have a wonderful day. Take care and God bless my friends. Peace.